Today's topic is emotional vampires. I'm Joel with Overcome Evil with Good. What do you mean by an emotional vampire? Well, I think it's kind of obvious um, by the statement. There's a lot of things in um, psychology uh, when you say things like flying monkeys and and um, where did that come from? Gaslighting, what does that mean? <clears throat> but uh, emotional vampires are quite explanatory just in um, by the name and that is people that are able to extract emotions extract energy um, they, they drain you um, they're these people I, I do say they're like vampires I, I think it's a great terminology because what they do, you think think about um, vampire movies. I've never been into vampire movies, um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer or anything like that. Um, but what do they do is um, they 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 come to you to get close to you in order to take from you. Okay, so if you have um, a toxic person, um, again a narcissistic type person, uh, we know that they're emotional vampires when you're around these people um they can they can drain you you know i've got um i've known uh toxic people that when you're around them they'll drain you just because they like to talk about themselves um or um if you're in close proximity with someone uh through a relationship of some kind these people have a way of manipulating controlling um you to a point where you're just exhausted in a conversation with the what is also known as word salads um it's a, a definite toss salad uh you know try to you know get a, a lot of various degree uh, ingredients in a salad and toss it it's just everywhere uh they don't like continuity and flow they don't like to deal with one subject at a time uh, when you begin to make a point, like if you're having a, a point of disagreement or you're wanting to discuss something, it may not even be a disagreement. And if it's something that they feel uncomfortable with, uh, they like to uh, refer uh, back to past things that you have done. Um, you just can't get traction with these people. And, and I, you know, I was just talking to somebody just yesterday and the answer is you you cannot uh make restitution with these people what you have to do is make restitution with the idea that you can't make restitution in other words the peace has to come inside yourself the peace isn't going to come outside the relationship you know if i if, if I uh, was a person that was just wanting to cut people off to cut people off, I mean, that would be pretty cold. Uh, and I, you know, it'd be my choice, but it would be a cold hearted thing to do. With these type of people, it, you, the only option you have in order to stay in a sane mind is to cut them off. Now, if you're if you're a wife or a husband that has a partner um, or you know boyfriend girlfriend, especially if you have children, you have to interact with them of some degree or, or level. You know, there's wizard apps they call them through that every communication comes through an app that the court can see. 
uh, all the communication. It keeps them in check and it also is able to use, uh, you know, during court um, if, if needed to be, if you end up in court again. Um, to keep communicating with these people through texting. Now, I know some of you, I don't know if you're listening or not, that that you know that I know that, but I'm going to say something and it's not meant to be offensive, but it's crazy. Why would you do that? Well, I know why you do it because you're used to doing it and you're not sure how to break free. But when when you're broke free and you look at it from the point of view that other people looked at my life and now I'm looking back on the other side, looking at people's life and I'm thinking that's crazy to stay in connection with them because you're not going to make sense with them at all. So you're going to you're going to leave a conversation an experience with them wanting okay so vampires don't give anything but wounds all right they they put two holes or four holes i don't know what vampires do um and they suck your blood blood is your life all right and so these people suck the life out of you and that's what we mean by emotional vampires. And, you know, I think it's very important um, to whatever field that you're in. I started a new job uh, just this week, actually. So I'm trying to absorb as much information as I possibly can. I've got several weeks of training to do. It's a quite extensive training. And I'm trying to learn a field that I've never... Um, I'm in sales and... Uh, sales and the process is standardized across the board for the most part. But what I have to learn is the product. So you know how to talk. You know how to communicate. But do you know how to communicate to that particular individual? When I'm selling, I'll be selling a different clientele um, that I'm used to selling. Um, I have to be persuasive to people that are persuasive i have to make a case to someone who is constantly making cases and you i you have an idea i'm selling to attorneys and so my job is to learn how to talk their talk okay so I'm not asking you, you could get on and learn the facts of all about narcissism and think that you're going to go in uh, with textbook answers and you're going to come out, come back with um, textbook responses. They will be textbook, but they're not going to be satisfactory to you because they're only going to keep doing the same thing they do. They're going to keep gaslighting. They're going to keep projecting. Um, they're going to keep, um, as, as I said, the emotional vampire... <clears throat> They're going to do a word salad on you, and it's going to be confusion is basically what you want to say with that. They're going to change subjects. Um, they're going to introduce multiple subjects. I remember being so frustrated in my particular situation that when a, um, when a incident or something came up, whether it be about the children, something about the house, something about our, uh, our, our individual... Uh, relationship 
uh, it, you know, it never stayed on topic because if it, something stays on topic, uh, it's pretty rational um, to stay on topic. These people are irrational. So it's like um, communicating with a fish and expecting them to start breathing air. I mean, I'm not kidding. You think that you can train them. You think that you can learn about narcissism. Um, and then you're now going to be able to communicate. Now, there are things in, uh, that you can learn to communicate with these people if you have to. But do it safely. Do it um, and do it smart. Do it efficiently. The you know, and also protect yourself when you're getting emails. And you know, emails I prefer over texting because texting is you know a, a, a ding and it feels like an urgent thing. We feel like the need to respond to these people. Um, I remember when I finally got to the point where I was writing, going back, I, I switched from text to email. And I would send the email to my sister. I'd have her read it and say, is there anything in there that I need to know? If not, I don't even want to read it. And so let me tell you something. You have to make um, accommodations. You have to learn ways. And I know it doesn't seem fair because typically if you're in conversation with a quote-unquote normal person and you say no that doesn't work or you know um, what are you talking about or could you explain yourself and you're going to have someone they may not have the best communication and they may not have the best people skills or um, the best diplomatic responses and it doesn't you know just because they don't have that doesn't mean they're narcissistic but a narcissist they can answer you maybe they'll talk all around they'll talk in circles um, they'll talk in the point of confusion um, they'll talk to the point of exhaustion um, or some I've heard especially men that really won't talk at all they'll um, they will build walls they will um, isolate um, themselves from you it's their way of powering up over you you know making you your voice of absolute no importance and you know those type of people there's nothing that you can do the only thing you can do is is um, walk away um, I hear it all the time and I get it I know women struggle with this more than men do uh, when in relationship you want some kind of a closure uh, with narcissism you do not get closure so you need to accept the fact that you're not going to get closure and you need to accept the fact that um th that a you know some kind of a communication is not going to be fluid or fluent or even uh cohesive uh in in manner that you would think that normal people would converse with you now they may be able to converse and have fluid conversations with the people they uh, in their their you know their life maybe some friends and things that don't know who and what they are but when it comes to you they act this way that's why it's so difficult because when you're watching them respond and react to other people and being kind or generous or or um, even very considerate uh, honoring to other people that stuff happens that's covert narcissism 
But when the doors close behind you um, in a home um, and or you're just on the phone with them or you're out with them um, and they're not in the public eye, a lot of times that monster comes out. It is a true Jekyll and Hyde experience. A lot of people don't know how to handle that. Um, I didn't know how to handle that. I didn't even know what it was. Um, Again, I always... Uh, defer to uh, my understanding of narcissism was simply someone who liked to look at themselves in the mirror that was stuck up that uh, was conceited and that's a very um, you know that's that's a very incomplete definition of narcissism uh, and and some people narcissists won't even you know be maybe all about themselves taking selfies all the time and um, trying to um, you know, really build themselves up, but others, you know, just, they accept no wrongs. They, they will not, um, when you are telling them that you're draining me, um, I, I need, you don't let me get a word in, or if you do let me get a word in, you dismiss what I'm saying. And therefore narcissism becomes something that you cannot deal with um it, it you're you're fighting a shark and you know you, you put a shark in your front yard and you can defeat a shark you put a shark in the water and that shark will defeat you depending on how big it is and depending on what kind of defense mechanisms you have i guess but they're they're in their own territory um they uh don't like boundaries so when you are trying to converse with them, they are the ones that, you know, pull out the the unfair jabs, the hurtful um, words. And, and all of a sudden, you know, you're just in a conversation. They said something very hurtful and or you said something to them. Now you're having to defend yourself or defend what you're saying. Um, you may say something very simple. It may turn out to be something very complex in the end, uh, but that wasn't what you did. And the funny part is, is when when we're not realizing whether it's, I, I'm not calling you or even myself immature, but when you mature in the area of understanding what toxic people are, you won't really try to engage with them. And because what happens is you end up doing the things that, they do and the tactics almost to kind of get them back it's it's a it's a reactive uh, response they love that because when you are thinking emotionally and reacting or um, emotionally uh, they are definitely in control Um, so you want to make sure that you learn good self-control that is a fruit of the holy spirit and um, i believe that god gives us that ability to control ourself and uh, control your conversation and even control your mind. Uh, God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And they're, what they do is they try to uh, inflict fear into you. Um, and it may be any type of fear. It may not be a physical fear. It may be some other type of fear. You fill in the blank. Just know when you're talking to them or dealing with them, what do you fear? Um, and um, But they want to take away your power. You're, you're not asking to take away their power. You're just wanting 
we're we're so we're you know we have not we're all autonomous which means self-governing okay if you're not self-governing you know handling your own self uh, blaming others for everything you're not truly autonomous um, and so the goal has become self-governing uh, they will never be um, or, or allow you to be self-governing so they try to take away your power all right and then it says that in that scripture, it says that um, he's not giving you a spirit of fear, but a power, love. Um, l- let me tell you something. If you're dealing with a narcissistic relationship, the person doesn't love you. They don't have the capacity to love you. They have capacity to love one person. That's themselves. That's why they defend themselves. Uh, some of them have a very uh, egocentric uh, to the point where it's obvious. And others have such a fear and, um, you know, inside uh, that they they lack Um, but they do not have the ability to love you. So we have the ability to love. That's why we love them. They don't love us. That's why they can ghost us. That's why they can discard us. That's why these things, okay? So then a sound mind, a sound, the word sound um, in the Greek uh, just simply means a healthy mind, okay? If you're around these people and you're trying to interact, um, they are going to corrupt your mind. Um, you know, there, there's not a doubt that they're going to corrupt your uh, emotions and the way that you think, because they're going to change up the subject. They're going, and you're just you're just wore out at the end of the day. And as many of you know, that a lot of these people that are in the areas that they they're able to communicate. They will absolutely wear you out. Um, again, that's where we come with the emotional vampire. Um, you will go to bed, wake up, not feel rested. You will, um, you know, uh, experience that time and time again. And so, I just want to encourage you if you're out there and you have emotional vampires in your life, um, make sure that. Um, you are not sticking your neck out for them to take. You hear me? So, you know, vampires are only as good as anything else as much as we allow them, all right? Or that we don't guard ourselves against them, all right? And some of your marriages are, you say, well, I want to protect the marriage. And I was just talking somebody uh, one time that uh, she was saying that she had all these videos and uh, recordings of the craziness of her husband. But out of, because a, a, another Christian sister had come up to her and said that you're keeping record of wrongs. Boy, I heard that a thousand times. But, you know, the fact of the matter is you can, if I'm in relationship with you, whether you know, friendship or whatever, and you want to record the conversations, record the conversations. I have nothing, I'm not hiding anything. Um, and so, uh, if you want to record anything that way, you know, that is, um, I wouldn't be threatened by that conversation. These people, um, don't want, you know, others to see who they are. They don't want to expose. They have a, a very strong fear for the most part of being exposed so much so that they will go out and expose you. Um, they will lie. They will um, tell others that you're involved in affairs and and uh, finances. Uh, and, 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 you know, some of these things, um, to some degree, you might be out there that you're a victim of this and you made some really bad choices. And you 
knew that your spouse was having an affair, whether it would be through pornography. Yes, that's a fair. Um, and, um, and you went out and uh, acted out yourself, okay? Um, well, obviously, that's not okay. There's some understanding to it. Uh, because you didn't feel loved. Um, I'm not saying that I would never say that that's okay. I'm saying that, uh, you know, it, that makes sense. Um, you're, you're, you're so hungry that you make, uh, you know, terrible choices. I'm still putting it in the terrible choice category. Um, but because we want to maintain integrity, um, through the relationship and, and that's very, very important. So, um, and learn how to navigate, um, through it at times, but most, most things, if I see a lion in the road, okay. And I'm walking down the road, I see a lion and I used to work for a power company. So we'll just use a dog. How's that? And if I see a, a really bad dog ahead, I'm going to do my best to avoid that dog. Now I can, if a dog comes to me and engages me, I have ways and um, through pepper spray or um, what I was carrying in my hand um, to, you know, to keep distance or to strike the animal um, with the object in order to defend myself. But overall, you uh, the, the, the object was to avoid it completely. Um, the Bible tells us to um, the people that are uh, of this sort um, out of, you know, Timothy <clears throat> chapter 3, um, Romans chapter 15. It says it uses the word avoid them. Um, and, and sometimes that is your best answer. And um, sometimes you have to engage with them. I mean, I don't know if there'll be times where I'm going to have to engage uh, with, uh, you know, my particular situation. Um, there might be one uh, c- uh, particular s- coming up soon. I don't know. I don't know if she'll be there or not. Um, but I will not engage. I will not acknowledge. I will not um, even because the fact of the matter is um, I want to be kind. I'm a kind person. I uh, there's Anybody that knows me would, would, would say that, you know, I will basically talk to anyone. Um, I'm, I'm friendly to strangers, um, in a store and I would certainly, um, not want choose or desire to be, uh, very hard towards someone. Um, it's only because I built strong boundaries and I know that as soon as I let them in to the, to my area circle, there's going to be some kind of manipulation start going on. And, um, I don't have time for that. I, I don't have the energy for it. Uh, I don't fear. I'm not, um, I'm not, uh, it's not going to cause me any grief or heartache. It's going to be like, uh, more like a stomach ache or a headache, uh, if anything else. Right. So, um, learn, learn these strategies. You're going to have to learn some things. You're going to have to discipline yourself in some areas. You're going to have to learn to not answer that phone call, not respond to that text. Um, if if they're saying nonsense, don't don't answer. You're, you're just fighting with a skunk. Um, you're going to get sprayed, and you're going to walk out of there stinking, and you're going to have um, emotional uh, issues. And um, so I'm just trying to say this for the, your own health, your own mental health, your own physical health, um, and even uh, spiritual health. It's amazing how they can 
affect all three if we allow them. But if we don't allow them, we don't allow them. They are powerless. They are only as much power as we give them. You can't control the PTSD feelings. You cannot. That is not something that is um, that is a an automatic response uh, in certain things like that. You're not responsible for. They created it. And uh, therefore, uh, you have to do a little self. We talk about self-care, uh, self-love. Uh, that is self-care and that's self-love is keeping yourself, uh, keeping distance between you and them. So, um, and then to the people that are that are good, you can you can share uh, your experience and you can share um, with good people. Um, take that all that energy that you were given them and put it into somebody else that cares about you. That's not an uh, emotional vampire, but you know, more like uh, an emotional um, buffet bar or emotional reciprocator or something like that, that that would be beneficial to both of you. So, well, hopefully we learned something today. Um, Until next time, overcome evil with good.